Welcome to So I've Heard, the space where I give my take on all things health and wellness. I'm your host, Austin Allen. Welcome to episode four of the So I've Heard podcast. So I've Heard is a space in which I take on the hottest topics, trends, and questions surrounding health and fitness and help to answer them for you in a simple, straightforward way. On today's episode, we're going to tackle the popular nutrition question, is breakfast really the most important meal of the day? This question was brought about by an activity that I do on my social media every Thursday called Thursday Thoughts. This is a 24-hour period in which individuals that are following me on my Instagram can send in their health, fitness, and nutrition questions. I answer those questions there, and then I answer those questions in more detail here on the podcast. So I figured this question of, is breakfast really the most important meal of the day, is something that most of us have heard many, many times before. You know, I remember being all the way back in elementary school and hearing that if I don't eat breakfast, I'm not setting myself up for success. I'm not setting myself up to be healthy. But is this really true? Well, I figured that was worth tackling on today's episode because it turns out that the answer may not be quite as black and white as it seems. So first things first, when we're looking at this question, is breakfast really the most important meal of the day? Let's look at what some of the research says. On one side, I found that a lot of meta-analyses, a lot of larger studies have shown that in many cases, there's actually not really a relationship between people's body weight and whether or not they eat breakfast, leaning us to think, okay, maybe breakfast isn't the most important meal of the day. However, when you look at a lot of other studies, they've shown a positive correlation between not eating breakfast and higher risk of metabolic diseases like type 2 diabetes, coronary artery disease, and so on and so on. So you can already see how there tends to be a lot of confusion, a lot of gray area when it comes to what the research says on whether or not breakfast really is the most important meal of the day. So in addition to digging into the research, I felt that it was fitting that we would dig into a little bit of the pros and cons for maybe why or why not you should eat breakfast. First of all, on the pros side of things, a lot of research has shown that eating a substantial, nutritious breakfast every single day helps with things like less body fat overall, improved learning and retention throughout the day, improved energy, better mood, increased strength, more balanced blood sugar, lower cholesterol levels, and so on and so on and so on. So you could see why a lot of individuals may tend to lean on the side of, well, maybe breakfast is the most important meal of the day because there is a lot of research to back the amazing benefits that come from eating a substantial regular breakfast. However, I do think it's important that we look on the other side of the argument as well. The con side, if you will, those who argue that breakfast may not be the most important meal of the day. And when you look at this, I think it's really important that we look into our genetics just a little bit here because genetics may be telling us otherwise. It may be telling us that this answer is not quite as black and white as it seems. When we're looking at genetics, we are talking about something called chronotypes. 
What that means is that we all have different patterns of waking and sleeping throughout the day. We all have different patterns of daily alertness and different energy levels throughout the day as well. So some of us will be encouraged by our genetics to eat breakfast every single day. Those would be individuals like myself where you wake up, you're naturally hungry, you enjoy eating breakfast, and you find that it helps you to balance your energy throughout the day. A lot of individuals tend to lie on this side of the genetics. You know, naturally our chronotype is encouraging us to eat breakfast, to wake up and get this energy as much as we can. However, there are other individuals whose chronotypes may be telling them otherwise. These are the individuals that wake up and you just really aren't naturally hungry. So if you're listening to this, maybe you you don't like breakfast, you've never really enjoyed eating breakfast, it seems like more of a task than something that serves your body well. Well, your genetics may be encouraging you not to eat breakfast, and I think that's important to state. These chronotypes are largely genetic, but they are also influenced by age as well. I think for a lot of us that are listening, we remember our teenage years when we would sleep all the time, we were acting like slaws, we would eat our parents out of the kitchen. Mom and dad, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry because I was definitely one of those teenagers. So in this case, yes, we definitely need breakfast most most of the time because our bodies are constantly growing. Our bodies are constantly looking for energy to keep up with the demand of our super high metabolisms. On the other side of things, as adults tend to age, a lot of research has shown that we tend to eat less overall and we tend to sleep less overall. A lot of this is due to our metabolisms naturally slowing down as we get older, so our energy needs may not be as great as they are maybe when we were younger. I thought that was important to state because in addition to the genetic side of things, there are some influences with our age as well when it comes to whether or not our bodies really want to eat breakfast. For those of you that tend to wake up hungry, chances are that you your body needs that energy and you should be eating breakfast whenever you can. And for those of you that are listening who are on the other side of things who naturally don't really wake up hungry, you tend to eat more mid-morning, a lot of research has shown that you still, on in most cases, you'll still regularly eat throughout the day. You won't tend to overeat at night and your body will kind of naturally balance the energy scales, if you will. But there is an important disclaimer when it comes to this. For those of you that are listening and are my breakfast skippers because maybe you're rushed in the morning, you're busy in the morning, or you believe if I don't eat breakfast, it's going to help me to lose weight more overall, this may not be the best way to go about our days because a lot of research has shown that if you are skipping breakfast either because of your schedule or because you're wanting to lose weight, you're looking for that little bit of added edge to help you with this, our brains are smart and our body needs energy when it can. For those that tend to skip breakfast more by choice than by the natural cues that our body are giving us, um, these individuals tend to eat more overall and more so when it comes to late afternoon, early evening, late evening. These are my midnight snackers. And what happens a lot of times is in these midnight snack periods, we're tired, we're not going to lean towards those healthy foods. Our body wants to crave those sweets, those carbs, those high calorie snacks because our body's tired and we're going we're gonna to search for whatever we can get and usually things that, that taste really yummy but they don't necessarily serve our bodies the best way. 
if you're listening and you're thinking, uh, yeah, I, I maybe am one of those individuals, I encourage you to take some time to just take some good care of yourself and think about listening more so to the cues that your body is giving you. You know, when you're going about your day, are you choosing not to eat breakfast more because of your schedule or more because of the natural things that your body is telling you? If you are skipping breakfast more because of your schedule, I think that's a good sign to maybe dig a little deeper in terms of how am I taking care of my body? What am I doing to serve my body in the best way so that I have some balanced energy so that I'm not getting these natural cravings, these sweet cravings later in the day? And what can I do to kind of combat this? And at the end of this episode, we're going to talk a little bit more about some suggested breakfast meals for you. So if that is something that you maybe identify with, Make sure that you continue to listen because I'll give you some quick, easy snacks that you can maybe add in to get you still eating breakfast, serving your body well, but not skipping out just because your schedule doesn't maybe allow you to or you have a belief that it will help you lose more weight overall. So I thought it was important to just have that disclaimer that when it comes to asking the question of is breakfast the most important meal of the day, I encourage you, one, to understand that everybody is different. So if you're someone that can skip breakfast and you tend to be okay later in the day, you know, you're not really overeating, you've never really been a late night snacker, chances are that your natural chronotype, your genetics, your age are encouraging you to just self-regulate more throughout the day. You don't have to eat breakfast just because a lot of research shows that it is beneficial for you. I have clients that operate in this in this realm in which they just don't really like breakfast. They've never really liked to eat it. They've never really found um, time to eat it. It just doesn't, it's not something that's appetizing to them. That's okay. Experiment with it. Use your own data. If you do wake up hungry, chances are that your body does need this food and you should eat this food. I operate in this category almost every single day. My wife, if you're listening to this, I'm sure you can vouch for this. I am starving pretty much every single day when I wake up. My body needs energy. I just know for, for me personally, I need to get in breakfast as, as quickly as I can. Um, and once I do, um, I'm able to go about the rest of my day and, and be better. But that's something that's really important for me. And I've, I've learned over the years experimenting with it that for me personally, breakfast is something that my body really, really desires and something that I really enjoy eating. I love breakfast food. I've always loved breakfast food and I love starting my day off um, in the best way that I can serving my body. But if you're somebody that operates on the opposite side of the scale, absolutely listen to the cues that your body is giving you. It's really, really important. And this is something that I do with a lot of my clients when it comes to nutrition is make sure that you're experimenting and operating on your own data. Don't necessarily just operate on what general data encourages us to do because this general data is not necessarily going to take into account the, the personal experiences, the personal feelings, sensations, and things that you have going on in your life. So it's important that you learn to experiment and operate on your own individual data. If you are skipping breakfast, but you do find that you're still starving later at night, you tend to binge later at night, that late night ice cream is always really, really appetizing. Maybe it's a good time to think about trying to incorporate a better, healthier breakfast earlier in the day to see if you those natural tendencies start to subside after a while because your energy is more balanced throughout the day. 
Now, for those of you that do love breakfast and do want to eat breakfast, I encourage you to focus on eating well and focus on not only what you eat, but how you eat. Now, what I mean by this, first things first, when we're focusing on what we eat, make sure that whenever possible, you can get a breakfast that is full of lean protein, fiber, a little bit of healthy fat, and a few carbs if you can at the beginning of the day. These are what are called macronutrients, the carbs, fats, and proteins of the world. These are three major things that our body needs to keep itself energized, to keep it running. So I encourage individuals in this breakfast period, start your day off with a win right away. Start with a meal that has a nice mix of protein, a nice mix of carbs, a nice mix of fat, and maybe even some veggies or fruit if you can. That's absolutely awesome. For those of you that are cereal lovers that are listening to this podcast, cereal is not necessarily a bad thing every once in a while. I tend to sway away from cereal just a little bit because of how a lot of cereal is prepared. Now, I again, I do not ever like to operate in absolutes. I am not a believer in quote unquote good foods or bad foods. I am more so a believer in better foods and worse foods, if you will. So compared to maybe the donuts, the Pop-Tarts of the world, cereal is definitely a better option. You know, there is a lot of natural fiber that is in cereal. A lot of cereals have a good balance of carbs, maybe even some protein in there as well. So in those cases, it definitely can be a better food. However, a lot of times when you compare maybe a a typical breakfast cereal to eggs in the morning, Greek yogurt in the morning, that may not be an option that's going to serve your body quite as well. And a lot of this comes down to the processing that goes into this food. When in doubt, try to have your food be as natural and less processed as possible. There's never going to be anything that is totally unprocessed because there's always some form of processing that's going to go into our food. But what happens is a lot of times when you get these refined breakfast cereals, the more and more that we refine and process these foods, the more and more the natural nutrients are stripped from the foods. And when that happens, our body is not necessarily getting the nutrients that we need to start the day. And so, yes, maybe you are eating breakfast but it's not really going to keep you full or energized in the long run. And you may still tend to struggle with these overeating tendencies later in the day. So I encourage you, if you do love cereal, that's totally fine. Maybe just try to experiment a little bit, incorporating some different breakfast options into your day and just see if that serves you well. Because ultimately, if you are a cereal lover and you still find that, yes, I eat cereal every morning, but my energy is pretty balanced throughout the day. I don't really have a natural tendency to snack or get major, major cravings in the evening and the late afternoon, then that's totally fine. That's something that your body is naturally needing and your body has learned to adapt to. So make sure when you're thinking about this, the answer to this question, is breakfast really the most important meal of the day? Ultimately, the answer is it depends. Everybody's favorite answer, right? It depends on a lot of things. One, it depends on the fact that everybody is different. Everybody is going to have a different chronotype. Everybody's genetics are going to tell us different things. Some of us are going to wake up hungry and want breakfast. Some of us are going to wake up and just don't really need breakfast and tend to eat later in the morning or early afternoon. So that's the first thing is that everybody is different. So it's not necessarily the best thing to answer this question in absolutes. Second, make sure that you're following your own data. Remember, it is best to always experiment and go off of your own data. Build your own owner's manual. 
What is it that works best for you and your body? If you find that when you don't eat breakfast, you still tend to balance your energy out throughout the day, that's totally fine. But if you find that you're skipping breakfast, and more importantly, if you're skipping breakfast because of your schedule, you're just too busy, it doesn't seem like something that's going to serve you well, and then you get to the end of your workday and you're just craving carbs, you're craving sweets, you tend to binge later at night, maybe it's time to think about experimenting with some breakfast options or some food options earlier in the day because this may be something that will help you to naturally balance those energy scales just a little bit. Our bodies are smart, our brains are smart, and it's going to get the energy that it needs whenever possible. So whether it's eating in the morning or eating at midnight, our body is going to always be searching for ways to get the energy that it needs. So make sure that you experiment with your own data. And then third, if you are going to go about eating breakfast, try to focus on eating well, trying to eat natural, less processed foods whenever possible in terms of how you're eating Take your time. If your goals are trying to lose weight, if you are somebody who's listening to this and has always believed that I need to skip breakfast in order to lose weight, but you do struggle with cravings and binging later in the evenings, maybe it's time to experiment eating some breakfast and just take your time. Slow it down. Focus on eating mindfully. This is something that I try to do whenever I can in the morning. It's really easy to wake up already thinking about what you need to do in the day. Okay, I'm ready to go. I need to get going right now. Take your time. Take a breath. Enjoy the food that you're eating because if you take this time to eat a little bit slower, to eat a little more mindfully, chances are you will eat less naturally overall and you will start to lose body fat. You'll start to lose weight over time. But it's really, really important that we don't start our day just immediately rushing and scarfing down food whenever we can. Take your time. Take your time with it and focus on eating well when you can. For those of you that are listening and are starting to say, okay, maybe I do need to experiment with breakfast a little more or I do love to eat breakfast, but I'm not really sure what to eat when it comes to breakfast. Here are four different options that I love to alternate through depending on my day, depending on my schedule and what I'm going to do. So first and foremost, my personal favorite breakfast meal almost every single day is scrambled eggs, spinach, and some tomatoes or peppers, or maybe even both. The reason for this is one, it just tastes really, really good. I am an egg lover. I love the way that they serve my body. I love the taste of them. I love the energy that it gives my body. But also in this meal, it's a nice mix of fat, protein, carbs, greens, veggies. It helps me to start my day off with a balanced meal. It's something that I immediately feel like I'm starting my day with a win because I'm mixing in some of these things that maybe I won't eat as much during the day. Again, I've been experimenting with my own data, experimenting with my own food preferences, and it's something that has served me well. And I encourage you all to try it. Now, for those of you that maybe don't love eggs or don't want to really take the time to prep eggs, that's totally fine. Another option that I love to steer towards is some kind of low-fat, non-fat Greek yogurt, granola, and maybe some fruit. This is a great sweeter meal during the day, but it still has a great combo of protein, fat, healthy fruits, a little bit of carbs in there, and it serves my body really well. It also tends to be a quicker option, and it's a nice way to change it up just a little bit a little bit every once in a while so you don't get sick of those eggs. You don't get sick of the peppers and things like that. Um, so Greek yogurt's also a, it's a great, easy prepped meal. 
you know, you can literally just get a thing of, of low fat to non-fat Greek yogurt, maybe even add in a little bit of honey if it's not there already. Get some granola, ideally some kind of peanut butter or, or um, fiber-centric granola and a little bit of fruit, maybe blackberries, blueberries, strawberries. Play around with it, experiment a little bit. But this is a meal that's going to serve your body well. It's going to be a little bit sweeter. So if you are somebody who craves those sweets in the morning, this may be a good option for you because it's also going to help to keep you full for longer. It's going to help you to balance that energy throughout the day and fight off those cravings when they start to hit about 3, 4, 5 p.m. Um, now, for those of you that are listening and say, that all sounds great, I have no time to prep any of that. My, my mornings are really busy. I'm usually on the go. I need something that I can either eat while I'm traveling or it will get me out of the door really quickly. These last two options are going to be something that serve you well. First off, keep it simple. Start with some whole wheat with a little bit of peanut butter on it. Ideally, natural peanut butter if you can. That's just a little bit healthier for you. Again, it operates on that slightly better scale. But this is a super easy meal to make. You can pop it in the toaster, one to two slices, depending on what feels right for you. Spread a little bit of peanut butter on there, maybe even a little bit of honey or jelly or jam. Then you can eat that on the go. You can eat that while you're driving safely, or you can eat that as you're walking into work or as you're walking out the door. So that's something that, again, is going to get some healthy carbs, a little bit of fat, a little bit of protein. It's going to sit with you a little bit more, and especially if you're going from not eating anything at all, if you start to add in even something like this, simple like this, a whole wheat toast and peanut butter, you will start to notice a difference. I promise you, you will start to notice a different in, a difference in energy levels and your metabolism overall and how your body is feeling and operating. The fourth option that I include is some kind of breakfast shake or smoothie. This is one of my personal favorite options, especially after a morning workout. My wife and I both love to work out early in the morning. So when we wake up really, really early, we don't really want to scarf down a bunch of eggs or yogurt or anything like that because we're getting ready to move our bodies. So what we'll do is we'll start with maybe that peanut butter and toast or just a fruit or something like that. We'll go and move our bodies and we'll come back and make a breakfast smoothie. Now, for those of you that are wondering what to put in this smoothie, what can I do to make it something that's going to serve my body well, that's going to keep me full, and that's going to operate as a great meal to start the day? There's kind of six or seven different steps when it comes to making any kind of smoothie. First and foremost, pick a liquid, you know, whether it be water, uh, cow's milk, almond milk, soy milk, whatever it is, this is your chance to experiment. Get some kind of liquid that's going to help to mix everything up. Second, I encourage individuals, depending on your goals, to maybe explore the protein powders of the world. Especially if you're coming from a workout, your body is going to need a little bit of kick of protein to one, help you recover and repair your muscles, but also protein is going to keep us more full overall and for longer. And so it helps to balance our energy throughout the day. So this could be a whey protein, a rice protein, a pea protein, a hemp protein. Experiment with it. One to two scoops, throw it into your smoothie, and that's going to be really, really great. Then from there, I like to err on the side of more fruit-centric smoothies, so any kind of berries, mixed berries, blackberries, experiment with it. We usually like to do frozen mixed berries. It's really, really easy to just open the bag, pour some mixed berries in there, and we're going to get that natural sweetness right off the get-go. And then the fourth, in, fourth step that a lot of people 
don't tend to naturally do when it comes to their smoothies is picking a vegetable and mixing it in. The great thing about doing this, you know, where whether it's spinach or celery or cucumber or beets, you won't really taste these veggies, but your body is still going to get the nutrients. So for those of you that hate spinach, just really struggle with getting your vegetables in during the day, this is a fantastic way to kind of trick your brain and trick your body a little bit to still get the benefits of those vegetables because it will be mixed up in everything else and you will hardly even taste it at all. We tend to err on the side of spinach whenever we can, but it, it doesn't really matter. Aim for something that's a little bit darker, a little bit leafier, if you will, and that will serve you well. Fifth, make sure that you're trying to put in a healthy fat. Again, we want to start our day with a little bit of fat because we are waking up from a, from a natural, from a naturally starved state just a little bit. So whether that be peanut butter, cashews, almonds, flaxseed, hemp seed, whatever it is, add a little bit of healthy fat in there and then put it all together, put on the top, Mix it up and you should be good to go. I also encourage individuals to maybe add in a little bit of yogurt, if you will. That's a great thing to add in. That is a super shake. It's going to serve you really, really well. It's going to keep you full. And it's also a great snack to do even the night before so that if you are finding that you need to run out the door, you need to get to work, this is something that you can really, really easily drink as you're going to work. And it's going to serve your body well because something is always a little bit better than nothing in most cases. So for those of you that are wondering, is breakfast the most important meal of the day? I hope this episode was helpful for you to show you that the answer may not be as black and white as we think, and that ultimately depends, right? It ultimately depends on what is best for you, your body, your schedule, your experiences, but I encourage you to go out and explore, experiment, see what things work best for you. And I hope this episode was something that is helpful for you today. That is a wrap on today's episode. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. And I hope that information was something that is helpful for you. For those of you that may be looking to take charge of your health, there is no better space than Lighthouse Fitness. At Lighthouse Fitness, we will never ask you to change. We will only encourage you to grow. We work together to design a personalized program that you can do anytime and anywhere through supportive coaching and the targeted use of state-of-the-art fitness and nutrition technology. We help you maximize your health with minimum equipment. It is time to take charge of your journey, and I am here to help you along the way. If you're interested in learning more about what we do at Lighthouse Fitness, please check us out at www.befitwithlighthouse.com or give me a follow at lighthouse underscore fitness and let's connect to help you take charge of your health today. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would really appreciate it if you took just a quick minute to leave a review and a rating and share this podcast with those who you think may benefit from hearing it. And until next time, I'm your host, Austin Allen. Thank you.